0: Hey you, welcome to the Heal and Grow podcast, episode number three. Today I'm going to talk about a practice that I absolutely love and how it improved some key areas of my life, and that's meditation. I have been meditating for about a year now and it has been absolutely amazing. And trust me, it was not easy. Asking an overthinker to sit in a place and not do anything is a crazy idea. It did feel crazy when I started doing it. I would get thoughts like, this is silly, or why am I doing this? And do you know what's funny? Even though I meditate in a place where it's usually just me, I had to deal with so much judgment. Funnily, I was the one judging myself. Probably one of the first things I learned about myself through this practice is that I'm so freaking harsh on myself. Poor me to have to put up with me. After a year of consistently doing this practice, I feel like I have much better mind, body, and emotional regulation than I ever did. I can even meditate on a train now with people around. And no, meditation is not just for monks or the people who live in the mountains. In fact, I feel monks have been reaping benefits of this practice and might even be some of the happiest people on earth. This even got me super interested in neuroscience-related podcasts, books, and research on benefits of meditation. There's still a long way to go here in terms of research, but it's becoming more and more evident that meditation practice can literally change our brain structure for better. And we don't have to become monks in order to reap these benefits. Setting aside 10 minutes a day every day to start with is great. And trust me, it was super hard to sit in one place and do nothing. But you're not doing nothing. It was uncomfortable in the beginning to observe all my thoughts, feelings, bodily tensions in a non-judgmental way. It was tough to just breathe and focus on my breath at the same time. To build curiosity, warmth, and kindness towards myself and my thoughts. But I can't start to explain how happy I am for having, to, for having sat through these sensations, for owning them, and making this practice a priority in my life. I have several things I do in my day for self-care, like eating well, waking up early, working out, and meditation has just become an important miller, pillar Sorry, for my mental and emotional self-care. And in this episode, I'm just focusing on the practice of meditation, where you formally carve out time to look inward. There is also mindfulness, which is a lot of the times, sorry, which a lot of the times overlaps with meditation, and rightfully so. I think mindfulness for me is staying present in every moment, curiously and non-judgmentally. Personally, I look at mindfulness for external awareness or observing what's happening externally, and meditation is for internal awareness. So you can be mindful while walking, doing work, driving, doing manual chores as well. For this episode, I'll just talk about meditation, the formal practice, my experience, and the improvements I've seen in various areas of my life. There are different types like breath work, body scan, gratitude, etc. And there are also guided meditations that are beginner friendly. This episode is more to give you the reasons to start incorporating this practice in your daily life. And it's free, so why not take advantage of it? Whatever your goals are in life and whatever life stage and age you're in, this is a powerful tool for you to incorporate. Whether you want to start a business and become a CEO, have better relationships, better work quality, sleep quality, or just want to improve your daily life. This is a beautiful tool that is right at your fingertips to start using. So why did I start? One and a half years ago, at a peak of my panic attacks, anxiety, insecurities, and a lot of life changes, I stumbled upon a beautiful book by Jay Shetty called Think Like a Monk. So to back it up, I was visiting my family in India after almost two years. But the whole time that I was in India, my mind was elsewhere. I was in a very bad ship, and all I could think was or obsess about was a text or any single text I got from this person. So there I was with my family and friends that I longed to meet, took an expensive flight to go to them. But all I had on my mind was this person who was not even very keen on me. On my way back to New York, I picked up this book in the airport before my departure. As I started reading it, the pages just struck to me. I was hooked. Jay Shetty articulates his experience as a monk so beautifully. He talks about having a monkey versus monk mindset, about why it's important to be present and the benefits of meditating. I realized I needed to move from this monkey mindset of mine and get this monk mindset. The whole fight, I just tried to be present and also meditating through my chaotic mind. Since then, I've been consistently doing this. I also have other rituals in my life like like that i think uh, collectively all of these rituals impact the quality of my day but i think meditation has been a big chunk here and please note that everything here is all only based on my own experience all right here are the five areas of my life that i've seen drastically improve over the past year anxiety as someone who struggles with anxiety and panic attacks meditation helped me tremendously. One of the main reasons we feel anxious is because we are overthinking and overwhelmed with a stream of thoughts jumping back and forth in time in our minds and overanalyzing things that we did did or might do. This type of a headspace causes stress, sleep deprivation, panic attacks, and can even manifest into health problems. Specifically, mindfulness meditation helps me to just relax, come back into my body, and assure my mind that I'm safe and everything will be okay. To be honest, at first, when I started meditating, I felt more anxious. But the reason is because I was now becoming aware of my thoughts, feelings, and sensations. I had these deep, unresolved emotions in me that started becoming visible. The best way to deal with this for me was writing. Giving these thoughts a voice and just blurting them out on a paper makes me create a full picture. As I kept doing this, I felt more and more comfortable sitting with my thoughts. I felt more comfortable just staying with however I feel without judging it. This started seeping into my non-meditation time as well. Acknowledging the knots in my stomach, the tension in my shoulder or the racing thoughts helped me slowly nudge myself to the present and tell myself that I'm doing okay. Breath work is also a great way to calm your mind. Simply by shifting into deep breaths and focusing on the deep breaths can relax your mind and slow your anxious mind area number two self-awareness building a better sense of self as I started meditating and becoming aware of my thoughts gradually started digging deeper into the pessimist in me and give gave myself the permission to explore the core of these thoughts I realized that I tend to expect negative outcomes because it helps me not feel disappointment if something didn't work out. I realized that I was so scared of change, but change is literally the only definite thing in life. I understood that people are super important to me to the point where I tend to become a people-pleaser and overstretch myself without setting boundaries. Well, no wonder, I was always overwhelmed. But since I started looking at my thoughts from a bird's-eye view, While meditating i was able to build a better sense of myself my likes dislikes places where i was unkind to myself situations where i have been wrong or stubborn this type of self-awareness is so important to help us take big life decisions or small decisions help us make choices that fill our cup and remove things that exhaust us It helps us navigate through professional and personal decisions since we are so in touch with how we feel about different aspects of our life. Area number three, developing an abundance mindset. I had trouble understanding the concept of manifestation at first. It didn't make sense to me that just by thinking about something, I can make it come to me. I can attract it. I always believed that working hard and being hard myself was the only way to get things done and grow. I had a scarcity mindset and my mind always automatically focused on the lack of something or something bad that happened to me instead of the good stuff. But as I started including gratitude and visualization based meditation practice, my way of thinking started changing. Just by acknowledging and being grateful for what I have and not be sad about what I don't have, my day started out with a positive mindset. And that kind of thinking carries on throughout my day. I started being thankful for both good and bad experiences and focused on what I learned from them. I started noticing that things that I have today were things that I once craved to have. Just by acknowledging and being thankful for the people that check on me, the food that I got to eat, the apartment that I'm able to pay for, my attitude started shifting and I started feeling happier and more radiant. And this shows the way you approach your work, like your conversations with your colleagues or your clients, your curiosity and appreciation to learn. It will just shift all the energy around you and you will start radiating and you will see more opportunities coming your way. And a visualization meditation often uh, involves visualizing your best self. Like what qualities does this higher version of you have? How do you treat yourself? Where are you living? What are you doing? Having, um, having such um, visualizations will nudge you start, to start acting like your higher self in the present. You will start making choices one step at a time that will lead you to your ideal life. I feel like gratitude and visualization can really help you change your mind's narrative and you will become the creator and director of your story. Area number four, memory and focus. With the way we interact with content and technology today, our minds seem to be ju- jumping around multiple things at once. And this, this usually leads to half big tasks and absent-mindedness. I always had trouble with memory. I could not figure out why my memory was so bad. Like I love dancing and I know I'm a good dancer. However, when I went to dance classes, I had difficulty remembering the steps. And my focus was bad too. I usually had trouble sitting on one task and sort of finishing finishing what I set my mind to, I would easily get distracted by something very small and that also led to procrastination. Through meditation, I started noticing how my mind ran at 100 miles per hour. I could see my thoughts constantly shifting between random things that happened already or something I said to someone or something that's coming up. This was the problem. For example, during a dance class, my mind jumped between thinking about what others are thinking about me, how I look while dancing, fear of getting a step wrong, um, looking weird, or worried about the video that would be recorded at the end of the class. In all of this, I'm actually not paying attention to what the instructor is saying about the steps. In anything I did, my anxious mind couldn't stay still while doing one thing, which led to loss of focus. And of course, if I'm not really taking in what's happening in front of me, then I'm not able to recall what happened. Hence, memory problems. Through meditation, you train your mind to stay in the present and focus on one thing at a time, like your breath. By doing this consistently, you will find it easier and easier to focus on one thing at a time instead of our usual wandering minds. And you will find it a little more easier to stay connected to the current moment and start improving your focus and memory. Area number five, emotional intelligence. Some of the major changes I've noticed in myself through meditation is an increase in emotional intelligence and capability. This involves an improvement in my listening, and I mean truly listening skills, the way I respond to different situations, my kindness and compassion levels. Even though my people might think that I was a good listener before, I would only hear the words coming out of the other person's mouth, but my mind would be racing to get my word out or the next word out or share my knowledge and experience on their topic without truly listening to them. My mind couldn't just stay with this person and take in what they were saying and instead I was always looking to add on to it. Meditation taught me to focus without distraction and this way I could truly give the attention to the person that I'm listening to. It helps me stay calm and respond thoughtfully instead of immediately reacting to unpleasant situations. I'm not saying that we will become superhuman and not have outbursts, but we will just get better at handling them or even dealing with them after. We will become more responsive than reactive. Through increased self-awareness, you can establish better management of your emotions and not let them control you. I've also become okay with with letting myself feel. Whether I'm happy, or sad, or angry, I don't avoid these emotions anymore. I let myself feel them and make peace with them, instead of burying them, burying them deep inside which might burst out unpredictably. Overall, I've noticed better emotional regulation and I'm excited to keep learning and improving. Well, that's the end of this episode. I these are the five areas that I've seen improve in my life and I think there's a lot more that I can keep listing on but I would like to end it on these five for now I hope these tips were helpful for you and something resonated with you I hope this gives you reasons or a reason to start meditating even if it's for five to ten minutes a day until next time have a grateful day